0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jeff Sharp. I will be your host. welcome to Biblical Criticism. This is the first episode, and I'm going to be digging into a lot of issues throughout the course of this podcast. Issues regarding morality, history, truth, ethics, race, all of the issues which people come to the Bible for answers about. So why this podcast? It's basically the question that I'm hoping to answer in this first episode. Basically To answer the question, I asked a number of people, if I started a podcast, would you actually listen to it? And I got a well enough response to where I figured, hey, why not start one? But since that's no reason to actually start a podcast, I'll give you the real reason. So basically, it's to satisfy my own curiosity about a number of topics that I really have a lot of questions about, (laughs) all of which I just mentioned. Anytime that anyone makes a podcast about the Bible, or any other topic for that matter, it seems as though there's this underlying assumption that they're doing it to correct all the errors that have ever been made in the past concerning the Bible. Well, let me be the first to say that I'm not standing as the beacon of truth, nor do I claim to have the last word on the matter. And although the nature of this podcast will be to point out and expose a number of false assumptions about the Bible that people have held... I fully admit that I could be wrong about many of the issues which I bring up or even argue for. My hope is not that you'll listen to this or listen to me as one who has all of the answers and then go away blindly believing whatever you hear. My hope rather is to expose the idea that for many people, or perhaps even for you, the idea that your willingness to accept claims without testing their truthfulness or the source from which they come has in fact led to many wrong and even many unbiblical beliefs. To give an example, if someone says, a friend of mine died about a month ago, but now thank God he's in heaven and has a resurrected body with new wings given to him. Well, there may be a number of reasons due to your friend's recent grief or unwillingness to care about the truth that you might not want or feel the need to correct his imaginary views. But I mean, the truth of the matter is that the Bible says nothing about humans who die ever getting wings, (laughs) nor do people get resurrected bodies as soon as they die, as the New Testament states that this happens at the end of everything. The fact is that people assume too much. There are a lot of false assumptions, which people believe to be true simply because they heard it from someone they respect This may be a pastor, a friend, a parent, or whoever. And it never ceases to amaze me how little people are willing to think about issues which determine not only what actions you'll take in life, since actions follow beliefs, but also what type of person you'll end up becoming, since character also follows belief. If I believe, for instance, that God is going to destroy the world in a few years, well, Why would I work to end ocean debris or air pollution or concern myself with rainforest devastation? Or if I believe that God's chief concern is to get people to heaven when they die, then why is it not evil to work at a 9-to-5 job and spend most of the money that I make to feed and provide for my family rather than seeking this goal to happen? Or why is it not evil to give money to goodwill or soup kitchens or places that provide food and water in third world countries to organizations that are involved in these things rather than organizations which are proselytizing Christianity? And if you say, yeah, but these arguments are partial, they're mistaken, or they don't provide a full picture of things, yes, that is my point. (laughs) These are two of many real-life examples where people have lived their lives in constant guilt for doing good and noble things, precisely because they've heard from someone they respect telling them, this is how the Bible says you should live your life. And then they go away assuming it to be true, often teaching others to do the same, and they live their lives with a guilt-ridden conscience. And more often than that, they die having done less good than they would have done otherwise. The simple fact is, character and actions will always follow what you believe. Therefore, it's hugely important not only to know what you believe, but why it is that you believe what you believe. And more than that, to be willing to admit that what you believe may in fact be wrong. There's another false assumption which people believe to be true, which states that the more you have to believe something based on faith, and what they mean by faith is faith absent of any real evidence, Then the more faithful you are as a person, and the more you should be praised for your faithfulness. And doubting Thomas is often used as a rationale for why blindly believing something should be deemed as praiseworthy. Like As the story goes, Jesus said to Thomas after his resurrection, Do you believe because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. To those who raise this argument, it should be pointed out that Thomas was not rebuked because he didn't believe blind evidence. He was rather rebuked because despite the multiple evidences presented to him, he still refused to believe. No one should refuse to believe something if the evidence is overwhelming and points to that. But believing something blindly, in my opinion, not only lacks common sense, but is dogmatism without evidence that masquerades as fundamentalism. My assumption is that those who listen to this podcast will desire to test their currently held beliefs while at least being open to the possibility that you may in fact be believing the wrong thing. For this same reason, I'm going to be discussing many of the topics with people of opposing viewpoints, many of whom I will undoubtedly disagree with. This is intentional, though, and there's two reasons behind it. One... Because I know that many people have studied a lot of these topics longer and harder than I have and come from different perspectives than I do. The second reason is because I'm convinced that I have the wrong view on a number of topics without knowing it. And I really do want to be shown my own blind spots, which I'm sure are many. The truth is that no one should be afraid to dive into hard topics. While there may be some wisdom in assessing how fast you can digest new information that may confront your currently held worldview because you might be overwhelmed by it, I get that, but I would argue that there is no wisdom in ignoring the truth because you're afraid that you may be wrong. Again, if your goal is simply to be happy in what you presently believe without ever being challenged to think differently, then by all means, just don't listen to the podcast. But then at least be honest with yourself enough to acknowledge that you would rather assume that what you already believe is right, rather than examine any evidence to the contrary, lest you be proven wrong and your worldview collapse. Now again, I don't claim to have or know the truth completely. I am just on a journey searching for it. But I know from experience that having shown many people that what they assumed about the Bible came actually from tradition, or from their pastor, or from the culture, and not from the Bible— It can be devastating, especially to the degree that you've built your life upon the assumption that was just proven to be false. Nevertheless, not fearing the truth can actually have great outcomes, since the truth is objective. Perhaps the best part is that you don't have to live with blinders on, and you can live with the confidence of knowing why you believe and what you believe and what evidence that belief is based upon. There are many people who are super nice and yet don't care at all about the truth, but only what brings them happiness. But I would argue that this is not only not smart, it's anti-Christian. It's not smart because, as already seen, both character and actions proceed from what you believe to be true. And thus your emotional responses, including happiness, will be greatly impacted by it. But also it's anti-Christian. If you believe that Jesus is the embodiment of truth, I am the way, the truth, the life, etc., then you can't say you're pursuing Him if you are unwilling to care about or pursue what is true about the deepest issues of life. In any case, if you don't care to dive much into these issues, then this podcast probably isn't for you. As most of the things discussed, will have to do with thinking long and hard about difficult questions precisely to arrive at the truth of the matter. My end goal isn't to offend anyone, but offense is, unfortunately, inevitable. Some people will object to the way that I phrase harder questions about immigration, race, feminism, gender, all politically hot topics, of course. My goal isn't to offend, but it will happen precisely because I'm asking many of the questions that should be asked, but that often aren't asked for fear of offense. Others will object to the very idea that I'm setting off to the task of questioning, and at points criticizing, many things in and about the Bible. The assumption being that you shouldn't ask questions that could raise doubts about the Bible. But whoever says this shows that they themselves don't believe that the Bible can hold up to any real scrutiny. Moreover, apparently, they don't believe that the people looking into such topics are smart enough to weigh the evidence and come to logical conclusions for their own betterment. At the end of the day, I leave to you the conclusions you make and the decisions you decide to come to after listening to the various topics discussed. My end goal is that it will aid you on the search to truth and that it will lead you to faith that is based on evidence and rationality and that it will change your life for the better. So with all that being said, happy listening and Godspeed.